This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. We are not a middle-aged lesbian couple, and we're not gay for each other. Yes, we kissed one time, and yes, it was awesome, but that's in the past now. On this episode of The Commercial Break... Oh, that's a really nice thing for you to do on a first date. Yeah. Uh, you figure it. <laughs> you figure it out. Have, I don't want to do any work. I don't want to deal with all the personal yeah. details. You figure it out and I'll show up with my dick hard and ready to go. <laughs> the next episode of The Commercial Break starts now. Oh, yeah, cats and kittens. Welcome back to The Commercial Break. I'm Brian Green and the queen retakes... Her rightful place on the throne, Kristen Joy Hoadley, my best friend, my co-host, best to you, Chrissy. Bestie Brian. Best to you out there in the podcast universe. She's back. And you I'm don't have back. to text anymore. She's back. She's back. Nothing has happened. You don't have to call a Hollywood reporter. Or look in your crawl space. Yes. <laughs> You're doing what? What is that? What was that called? What? What were they? The people who are like living in people's houses? Oh, yeah. Frogging. Frogging. You weren't frogging. Chris, she was just frogging in my crawl space. <laughs> Sneaking around when everybody's asleep. Well, you did that when, back when, when we were single and ready to mingle. You were creeping around my house in the middle of the night. You and yeah, my dog, looking for bots. snacks. Yeah, you and bots. <laughs> I was just following you, eating a meal. <laughs> she was like, oh, oh, the Kristen's back. Oh, that means I'm going to get a late <laughs> night dinner. Oh. <laughs> my parents' dogs did the same thing, I, know. I think. That bots was the dopiest dog. She had like those big droopy eyes and jowls, and she would just follow you around like, hoo <laughs> and she was just a sweetheart. She was. <laughs> she was a sweetheart because I think someone beat her into submission. <laughs> Not my ex-wife. She said, here's the story. So, Bots, which was a dog that my ex-wife brought into the relationship. She had, the dog was like a year old when I met uh, Julia. A year, a year and a half old. Yeah. So, the dog was so well behaved. And from the first moment that I met the dog, the dog was absolutely attached to me. It wouldn't leave my side almost ever. And so we, she lived in this condo building 
And the, I'll never forget, the first night I spent the night there, her trash was full. So I took her trash out like a gentleman. I go down to the uh, trash chute. Nice. And I, as I get to the trash chute, which is like all the way at the other end of the hallway, I turn around and there's <laughs> bots just <laughs> right behind me. I didn't even realize. And I was like, oh my God, you're supposed to be out of here. You know, blah, blah, blah. Slipped out the door. So I'm like, Wow, this dog is so well behaved, and she's like, "Well, that's because she w- that's because she went away to a training camp." And I'm like, "What's a training camp?" And she's like, "I don't really know, but my mom sent her off for three weeks to a training camp, and she came back so well behaved." And I'm like, "She probably beat the shit out of that dog." But the story was, the reason why the dog went to the training camp is because Julia left for work mm-hmm. one day, and she would leave bots it locked in the bedroom or otherwise. The dog would get into the couch cushions and mm-hmm. knock stuff over. And she had an apartment with some nice stuff in it. So she was just trying to keep the dog safe in the Contained. house. Safe. She came home one day and the dog, she had she had closed the bedroom door and the dog met her at the door. And when she got oh. home and she's like, what the fuck? Where did, how did you get out? Like <laughs> no one was in the house. She walks to the bedroom door and this dog, Bots, had chewed a hole in the door what? and let herself out. Literally chewed a hole in the door. Got so anxious that oh, that Julia had left boss. that she she chewed a <laughs> hole and walked out the door. <laughs> I haven't heard of the chewing. I have heard of like the you know Spawn. scratching. I think that's so probably that what she did. Yeah, yeah, she probably scratched. Got to death. going that yeah, way. Got to go that way, and then just used her <laughs> mouth. She was a lab, and you know those labs. They have the worst kind of energy when they're little because it's so cute to watch them kind of fumble around themselves. It is so cute, but they will destroy the shit out of your house. Yes, and shoes. Yes, oh, we used to have labs too, and I remember. Did they she, eat your shoes? Yes, shoes, all of them. Shoes had <laughs> heels. Got eaten. <laughs> the wood on the high heels was just too much. Yeah, they had to take it. Yeah, but. The dog ended up being the sweetest dog in the world. I mean, really, by the time I knew it, she was just fine, probably because she had PTSD. <laughs> I don't know what they do at those training camps. We tried to send Blue to a training camp, but the guy was like, I uh, remember uh. that. Yeah. He was like, uh uh-uh, uh. Not Y'all doing. We were so excited, too. We You're were. Like, this is it. We're going to solve all our problems. We're sending her away. We're sending Blue away. <laughs> She's going to come back a reformed dog. That was all I heard. That's about- all that ever happened because the guy refused to take her. <laughs> He asked for a few videos he's of the like, behavior. She's un, no. uh, she's, she can't. There's nothing to be done. He said, listen, bro. First of all, I got all big dogs here, and I'm a little nervous about that small dog running around the big dogs. Second of all, uh, the little dogs, no matter how hard you try and train them, oftentimes they just don't mm-hmm. take to it because they're little bitches. And they won't do it. <laughs> they're awful they little bitches. Want. That's right. Aww. You know, <laughs> we're playing with the dog the other day on the floor. And, like, we're playing, like, a little push and pull. The dog's old now. It's, like, and she's not really old, but she's, like, eight years old. Eight, yeah. So we're playing a little push and pull with her, like, this ring. And and then... They 50, love doing that. I know. They love it. And then and they, they shake it around. Yeah. <laughs> so she's got this... She's being, like, a puppy again, right? Mm-hmm. And ever she had, since she had that knee replacement surgery, she's... That's <laughs> <laughs> the stupidest thing I've ever said. <laughs> the $20,000 knee replacement surgery for my dumb dog. Uh so we're playing with her and then she's like playing with the baby and she's being real sweet about it. And then 15 minutes later, she's just walking around the house with that hind leg up in the air. And I'm like, fuck, I just paid $20,000 to get that knee replaced. Well, I didn't pay it. The insurance did. Thank you, insurance. <laughs> pet insurance. Yes. All pets. Insurance. Thank you very much. This episode's sponsored. <laughs> I should be pitching them for the rest of my life. Right. <clears throat> Was it the same leg? No, it wasn't. uh, But I had to actually go to the surgery center and bring her in there to determine whether or not it was the other leg because I could not fucking remember and even could ask her it. 
And so I take her to this place. It's like Saturday afternoon. So, of course, I got to go to the emergency vet, which is where she got the surgery done. So I go in there and they say, oh, no, it's the other leg. Okay. But they. Great. It's yeah, great. <laughs> so you mean there's no coverage here? And she's like, nope. They guarantee the knee for a year. Oh, wow. Okay. They guarantee the knee for a year. As huh. long as you take care of her in the first six weeks of recovery, then you're good. Like mm-hmm. after that, it's on them. It's their work. It's you know, parts and labor, parts and right. labor. <laughs> so I take her there. And as soon as the doctor vet walks into the room, Blue is perfectly fine. She's running. She's jumping. She's not t- putting her leg up whatsoever. <laughs> it's like you call the doctor because you're super fucking sick and you walk in the door and you feel great, right? You're like, yeah. ah, I feel so much better. Or you take your car in because of that noise and, and it, it refuses make, to yeah, make that noise. It doesn't do the same thing. So I'm like, God damn it, Blue. It's $200 wasted there. And then I bring her back home. And then Monday, my regular vet called. Hey, I heard you went to the emergency vet. You want to bring Blue in here? We'll check her out. And she's got her leg way up in the air. So I'm like, yeah, you know what? Actually, it's it's not fixed, so let me bring you in there. That was supposed to be this morning. I wake up and Blue's bouncing all over the place. She's fine. And Chrissy walks in the door. She got that leg up again. I'm like, fuck! What the fuck? Blue, stay consistent. I will say this about Blue. She is not a bitch. She is... She will not complain. She has literally had her head run over by a stroller, and she didn't. <laughs> she didn't wince. She's a tough, tough chick. She is. That dog's a tough chick. She is. I could use a little bit of that in me because <laughs> I get the flu and I cry for three days. <laughs> I want my mommy. Actually, I don't want my mommy. I want Astrid. Oh, <laughs> poor dog. When you had labs, would they? You had dogs all your life. Oh yeah, growing up. Well, my my grandparents had labs. Had a bunch of labs, like two at yeah. one time, and then one died, and they got another one, and you know, kind of continued on. And then we had a lab. Too. My mom was a big animal lover, so we had cats, dogs, fish, whatever. We didn't do birds, but um, yeah, birds are tough. They're a different, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're different. If I, if I think I hate Blue for all her barking, <laughs> yeah. get a McCall in here, whatever those fucking things yeah. are. Uh, so yes, I grew up with dogs, all kinds of them. Cocker Spaniels, labs, little dogs, Shih Tzus. The, um, Did she like foster them or did she like bring them in and you owned them? Yep, we owned them. Oh, okay. It was a little surprise for my dad. Surprise. Whenever he would get home. <laughs> well, your mom and your dad got married like seven times. <laughs> surprise, we're divorced. Yeah. Surprise, I want to marry you again. Surprise, we're divorced. Yeah. I can't my dad imagine. dad would be like, oh my God, another one? Another Angela. fucking Really? Dog. Please. I mean, he had to spend as much food on or as much, much money. money on like food and vets and all of that as he was doing on the yeah, three kids no shit it's expensive <laughs> yeah. to own animals and they are children but there's one big difference that i've noticed between the 12 children i have running around here and the one dog i have the children actually get to a point where they can tell you what's wrong and share with you what they're sure. upset and you can manage occasionally to calm them down with a soothing tone of voice however the exact opposite of true is true of the dog because she can't tell you what's wrong. So when her hind legs up in the air, I can't tell she can't say, ah, it hurts here. It hurts there. Yeah. And she just barks incessantly when she wants something. She can't actually say words. So in some sense, the dogs become more difficult to raise than the children. And they're just as fucking expensive. Yeah. Luckily. <laughs> The kids live a lot longer than the dogs do, <laughs> or at least you hope that they do. Yeah. Um, so while you were gone, we interviewed Steve-O. That is incredible. I'm so I, excited. I, we, I hated I, to miss it, but I know that uh, that you guys did a great job in my absence. I really wished that you were here, but Tina did a great job mm-hmm. uh, sitting in the seat. 
And I wanted to share with you that, did you hear, have you heard the episode yet? It just came out a couple days ago. No, I have not. So Steve-O shares this story about how he goes to the Ringling Brothers Circus Clown School. Okay, <laughs> with the intention of, of getting a job. Did. Of course he did, because it's Steve fucking O. He yeah. goes to get a job at Ringling Brothers. That's why he went to the clown school. Mm-hmm. But they refuse to hire him because <laughs> not many people like him. So he's just kind of <laughs> acted like an idiot. So he manages to get a job in a new fledgling division of the Royal Caribbean Cruises called like uh, guest activation, which okay. means that they're going to bring clowns and other magicians and people, and they're just going to walk around. And make people happy. Oh, okay, right. Essentially. So, but Steve, (laughs) while he may be good at his job of activating guests, whatever that means, he is not a well-liked person amongst the other clowns. So the clowns (laughs) get together and they vote him off the island. They say, if Steve-O continues to work for Royal Caribbean, we are leaving. (laughs) But Steve-O's agent gets word from the management at Royal Caribbean. They're just trying to give him a heads up. Like, hey, uh, we're not not going to renew his contract. It's not working out. (laughs) But we will let him live out the rest of his contract, which includes going to train on the brand new Royal Caribbean, what a princess of the seas, the largest cruise ship at the time in the world. So he has to go for two weeks and train with these people on all of these activations. But he knows he's getting fired. And he also knows who fired him, like who got him fired. These three (laughs) clowns. So Steve is like, fuck these clowns. I'm never going to, I'm never going to be on this ship again. Fuck these clowns. So as his last hurrah, he calls Jeff Tremaine, the producer of um, the, he calls the guy from Big Brother, which is a skate magazine, uh, otherwise hooligan magazine back in the 90s, right? He calls him and he says, listen, I'm not going to have this job anymore. I've already been voted off the island. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get on a cruise ship and I'm going to start walking around on stilts. And then I'm going to set <laughs> myself on fire and do a pratfall. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, can you imagine? Well, he didn't. They didn't end up doing it on the Royal Caribbean cruise line. But I was just thinking to myself, can you imagine... Steve-O is like walking on stilts outside <laughs> on a Royal Caribbean cruise. And I had this, last night I had this dream that Steve-O and I were on a cruise ship and we were like, I don't know, having a beer at the bar or something like that. And Steve-O goes, hey, Brian, watch what I can do. And he gets up on these stilts and he's on fire. His legs are on fire. The stilts are on fire. And he's walking around the cruise ship. And then out of nowhere, one of my children comes and pushes him off the cruise ship <laughs> to his unfortunate demise. And I was crying and yelling at my kid, like, right. why did you kill yeah. Steve-O? What do you have against Steve-O? What did Steve-O ever do to you? <laughs> but I don't know why my brain works this way. Why was dreams I dreaming? Dreams are funny. About st- dreams are funny. Yeah, you know, they really we, are. I have the weirdest, strangest I dreams sometimes. I do, too. Did I tell you, and I think we talked about this, one day, 10 years ago, 12 years ago, I have this dream about Lisa Kudrow, <laughs> but like the friend's version of Lisa yeah. Kudrow, right? <laughs> so I have this dream that Lisa Kudrow and I have a night of hot, passionate sex. Wow. It was so all-encompassing, so deep, <laughs> so intense that... It took me three days to shake the dream. Anytime I thought about Lisa Kudrow, anytime, uh, anytime I looked at another attractive woman, all I could see was Lisa Kudrow and having sex with Lisa Kudrow. It was this weird three-day period of my life. I call it the Kudrow days. 
where I was just like my Kudro <laughs> <the Kudrow days. laughs> my Kudro era All right. uh, <laughs> and I could not shake this dream Chris if you ever had a dream you just can't yes. shake like yep. if you ever had a sex dream you cannot shake yes yes and it's usually about someone that's way unattainable like Lisa Kudro <laughs> yeah something that's really bizarre Listen, Steve-O's management made the poor decision of allowing him to come on the commercial break. But if Lisa Kudrow's management ever makes the decision of having her on the commercial break, I'm telling her about the Kudrow days because I must tell her about the Kudrow days. Oh, God, yeah. I think I went around. She'd be flattered, I'm sure. I think I was dry humping couches to be thinking about Lisa Kudrow (laughs) for like a week and a half. I mean, do you get a little hot now when you see the? Because I noticed on HBO now has like the whole you know, library of all of the friends. Oh, really? And it shows up in like my featured okay. thing. So I, I'm going to think about that. I'm going to uh, think yeah. about your Kudrow days. Think now. about me fucking Lisa Kudrow <laughs> like an absolute porn star champion. That was one of those dreams, you know, where I had her up against the shower uh, wall and I was like, ah, 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 You ah. were able to lift yes, her? Okay. I was able to lift her. <laughs> now I just have to ask Astrid to stand up on the step that we have inside there. Can <laughs> you stand up there? <laughs> Can you do all the work? Because right. I'm a little bit older than yeah. you, and I'm not feeling so sharp right now. Is that at all possible? No? Okay. Well, then let's just have regular sex like normal married couples do. <laughs> let's take a short break. I got a fun one for us today. You're back. I want to ease you into it. <laughs> back for the second time in two months. Right, I want to. I know. I know. Uh, and so happy to have you back, by the way. Thank and I know you. the listeners are, too. We got a lot I know. Of, Thanks for all the love yeah. and support. It was a sad, sad reason I was gone, but... Uh, We'll tell that story Yeah, we'll later. get back. Whenever you're ready, yeah. you can tell that story. But for now, yeah. let's keep it light and fluffy. Yeah. Let's talk about dating back then versus dating now. And what I want to more specifically talk about is dating shows back then uh-huh. versus dating shows now. now. So we'll look at the cut. We'll look at Love Connection today. We'll do Love Connection tomorrow. We'll do the cut. All right, let's take our first short break, and then we'll be back with more fun here on TCB. My Chrissy Oldie's <laughs> back, everybody. <laughs> woo Okay, Brian, shh, let me give the people what they want. Our social media handles. Follow us on Instagram at The Commercial Break and on TikTok at TCB Podcast. If, like all my hinge dates, you are thirsty for more, give us a call and leave us a message at 626-ASK-TCB3. Or send us a text, no sexting please, at 855-TCB-8383. And, of course, go to tcbpodcast.com to see everything there is to see. Now let's hear from our sponsors, and then the show must go on. Hey, everybody, wanted to let you know that this episode is sponsored in part by Factor. Okay, do you want to know what the single biggest challenge for me as a single person was? Shopping for, prepping, and cooking nutritious meals. Do you want to know what the biggest challenge for me as a human with 25 to 60 family members living in my house? Shopping for, prepping, and cooking a nutritious meal. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner, it's a big stress point around here. And since I don't really know how to cook, that stress often falls on other family members. But this holiday season, we're going to try something different. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal delivery service, can help us fuel up fast for breakfast, lunch, and dinner with chef-prepared, dietitian approved ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to our door. Because Factor's never-frozen meals are ready in just two minutes, all you have to do is heat and enjoy. You can choose from over 35 weekly flavor-packed, fresh and never-frozen meals that support a healthy lifestyle and meet your meal preferences. And guess what? It's all delivered right to your front door. With Factor, we 
we can be assured that we're making sustainable choices. They offset 100% of their delivery emissions and source 100% renewable electricity for their production sites and offices. Hey, look at that, a company who's trying to do some good. So head to factormeals.com slash commercial break five zero and use the code commercial break five zero to get 50% off. That's code commercial break five zero at factormeals.com slash commercial break five zero and get 50% off. We also want to thank Factor for being a sponsor of the commercial break. This episode is sponsored in part by Squarespace. Back in 2020, when we first started the commercial break, Astrid and I would pick up consulting jobs helping other quote-unquote creative types get their podcasts up and going. And one of the services that we offered was to build them a website. I use the word build, but that may be overselling what we did because we used Squarespace. Squarespace is an all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. So whether you're just starting a new business, you're a creative type that needs an outlet, or you've had a business for a while and need a new web presence, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything on your terms. I used to work in the internet marketing business, and one of the things that I sold at that business was search engine optimization. Search engine optimization could cost tens of thousands of dollars, a month, but Squarespace has SEO tools built into the platform. And another thing I really like about Squarespace is their ability to help you build a course that you can market and sell online. Plus, you're going to need to get paid for that course, and Squarespace has all the payment tools built in. Go to squarespace.com right now for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash commercial to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. And thanks to Squarespace for being a sponsor of The Commercial Break. I'm Tank Sinatra. And I'm Investigator Slater. And together we co-host a podcast called Psychopedia, which is a true crime podcast infused with comedy, making it a crimedy. Each week, Investigator Slater brings us a wild and thoroughly researched true crime case. I'm here to digest it all and react just like you probably are right there on the other side of the microphone. Somehow, I've got to present each case with the detail and respect it deserves, while also cracking up at Tank's perfectly timed humor and thought-provoking questions. Listen to and follow Psychopedia on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
got your happy price, price line. All right. So we have reviewed both The Love Connection and The Cut, a version of a dating game, televised dating game or video dating game, back in the 80s. The Love Connection with Chuck Woolery, some of you may may or may not be aware of. <laughs> and then a very, uh, right now, in the now, the cool thing is to watch The Cut. Okay. On the dating game, you actually had to go on a date with someone before you judged whether or not they were one <laughs> for you. You had to spend time with them. Right. Now... All you have to do is just look at them or get one word out of their mouth and you can decide to press the button and they have to leave. (laughs) It's so fucking shitty. I don't understand. And this tomorrow we'll review the cut. And when we do that, you're going to see just how quickly judgmental these folks are. And it amazes me. Like, how do you survive the dating world when literally you can say hello and somebody goes, nope, not for me. Yeah. See you later. Like, Spend a little time with me, right? Just spend an hour with me. Now, on the other hand, at the Love Connection, you had to meet some stranger at their front door and then go spend a night with them. I don't know. There's some kind of middle there that there makes is. sense. Yeah. It's like a coffee date we have to go on, isn't there? And then there? on the other extreme, there's naked attraction. Oh, naked attraction. Where you just straight up are naked. I'm thinking that's the best one of <laughs> no, them all. maybe. Let's, let me show you my dick. Is it good? You like it? All right. I got no ass, but my balls are fine. Cool. Let's go on a date. I really want to know how those things work. Out. I wish they had a follow-up episode. Maybe they do of Naked Attraction. I just never seen it. But today, let's review how dating was back then, and then tomorrow we'll get into dating how it is now. All okay, right, let's here's do it. Chuck Woolery with another episode of Love Connection. I was trolling on the internet as you do. Oh man, do I like to! <laughs> and uh, here we go, another fantastic episode of What the Fuck, Chuck. <laughs> let's see what Chuck has to say. Welcome to Love Connection. Where old-fashioned romance meets modern-day technology. Oh, yeah. Where you hear all the intimate things. Yeah, modern-day technology. (laughs) I guess it was just video. Yeah, I'm pretty sure television had been around for about 60 years at that point. So I'm not sure what he's talking about. But just like today, people use the word technology. It's like people use the word AI now, right? Well, infused with AI. Right. Really? Is that really a selling point? You don't have AI. Don't lie to me, Sprite. You don't have AI in your cans. That's not true. <laughs> of a first date. Sometimes our dates have a happy ending. And some other times, there's just an ending. You know how you know this is from 1980? There's literally a minute and a half long intro. Right. Anybody watching this today <laughs> is already bailed. They're already like, yep. I'm not interested. <laughs> Like many people are bailing on the show right now. Yeah, so there exactly. you go. But it's always unpredictable when two strangers meet, trying to make that love connection. Oh yeah. And now here's our host, Chuck Woolery. You've got to love the set design too. That looks like it's like Valentine's Day. Yeah. It has big, huge hearts. It, and two like sectional couches, yeah. and it looks like your typical '70s sunken in family room right. did you ever go into a house yes. back in the day yes. when they had the sunken the in sunken family room, room. Uh-huh. they had like a big circle in the middle of the family room which, my maybe you know, a, the kid which when the yeah. kids went to bed 
the adults played. That's right. Everybody <laughs> threw their keys in a bowl and started giving each other hand jobs. Yeah. Lay out the drugs hey. on the round table. Hey, Steve, great job coaching the kids on soccer. <laughs> uh, kids are asleep. Can I give you a hand job, Steve? <laughs> I guess so. Let's go to the sunken family room and get it on. Exactly. <laughs> My wife's going to put a bunch of blow in the kitchen right. and pillows in the sunken family room. <laughs> Wow, they're showing a crowd shot, and two guys got really excited. They, like, stood up and clapped for Chuck. <laughs> Chuck fans. Yeah, maybe Chuck's been to a couple sunken bedrooms. <laughs> I bet he has. Oh, yeah. I bet Chuck was wild back in these days. He's, oh, yeah. like, got to be inter- or nationally so famous mm-hmm. when the Love Connection was on that you know, you probably have to assume that Chuck was fucking, you know? <laughs> a lot of people fucked Chuck. That's just probably what happened. <laughs> or... Did he do? Did he get the uh, the questions like we were discussing the other day that people get that are in the industry? You know, yes. like I'm really trying to get into podcasting, Brian. What do I do? <laughs> or our friend Rachel with the voiceover. It's people really hard. want to get That's into right. that. Jeff, my husband, people come to him with the music industry stuff. I still can't get over. I wonder if Chuck got, you know, like, hey, can you match me? Yeah. Hey, I really need to meet a woman (laughs) because I've never had one. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, after all those criminal convictions, I'm having a really hard time meeting (laughs) ladies. And since the Internet's not around and no one will find out, you might set me up on a blind date. Yeah. Or I want to be a TV show host. How do I do that? (laughs) I won't get over this. We uh, met at Chrissy's house the other day. And in the morning, and Jeff was telling the story, he runs this huge music festival called Mempho in Memphis. And every year, the artists get bigger and bigger and bigger. It's like a bona fide big festival now. And some people will call Jeff and be like, hey, my kid's got a band. You think you can play <laughs> Mempho? <laughs> yes. Yeah, sure. No problem. We'll I'll have it. that. Yeah. What do you, he could sing for Dinosaur Jr. Maybe he can come up and play a couple right. solos. Bro, nice to see you all. Let's get started by meeting our first guest. Now, he's into scuba diving, uh, skiing, dancing. He dates at least twice a week, and he says that uh, most of the women he meets are always complaining about their problems. Randy Blanchard is in car sales. He's 34 years old, looks 62 years old. (laughs) As they all do. As they all do. And also looks like a mass murderer, if I don't mind saying (laughs) myself. (laughs) Welcome, Randy Blanchard. No one pays attention to their hair that much unless they're ready to kill somebody. (laughs) True. Everybody's got problems, I guess. What uh, what kind of problems do these women? Well, basically, you name it, they've got it. I mean, insignificant things, work, uh, private lives, relationships. I mean, work, Insig- private lives, insignificant things, vaginal you know. discharge. I mean, these ladies got it all, Chuck. I don't want to deal with it. <laughs> I want head while we're driving down the 101, and yeah, that's it, quite frankly. No problems. Yeah. Listen, clean my laundry, do my cooking, give me head on the 101. Yeah. What else do I need to know? I don't want to hear about your private life. <laughs> Can you imagine being married to someone like this? Well, he's divorced. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I don't want to hear all about your private life. That's your life. <laughs> I can't imagine. I think I have a friend who acts like this still to this day. <laughs> Them are nothing. I mean, there's something that you should just be able to throw off to the side and forget about, but they want to dwell on them. I don't know if they just like wallowing in well, self maybe they want, to help, want you to help them. Ah, those broads, they're always wallowing in their own personal problems. God, what a jerk. <laughs> Let me get my problems out first, and then if we have time later on, maybe we'll talk about your private life. <laughs> He's like Ron Burgundy. He's like Ron Burgundy. (laughs) I think Will Ferrell may have studied this guy. 
<laughs> I do. I just saw him snap out of it. Put one foot in front of the other and go Shut forward. Up. You can't dwell yeah. in it. <laughs> Shut your fucking mouth. God. Get over it. Yeah. For the third time in this conversation, do you have to talk so much? <laughs> <laughs> this guy is such a chauvinist. <laughs> oh my god! Forever. Okay. Remind everybody what happened. Yes. Chuck says, "Okay, yep. right, this is going hey. over like a lead balloon. Let's get on to something else because I don't want to ask tough questions." Okay. Our- Chuck never asks tough questions. Oh no, he never pushes on. Well, there was that one episode where he kind of pushed back <laughs> on the guy. Yeah. yeah. Studio audience saw Randy's three choices. They voted for one. We're going to take a look at all three women and catch you up today. First, it was Sharon. She prefers dating men with blue eyes and uh, a college education. Nancy avoids men who wear gold. Hold on. Blue eyes and a college education, huh? So she wants a. <laughs> she wants the That's Hitler it? youth. That's okay. what she wants. Blue eyes and a college education. Okay. That's uh, all right. Chains and use hairspray. <laughs> Kristen describes herself as wait. The second lady, her name is Nancy. She's 29 years old, and, and she works paging, paging company s- sales. sales. <laughs> yep, the old pagers. She's probably still at that job today. <laughs> Self-confident, but gullible. Now, the audience vote was recorded yesterday. We'll get to that a little later. Right now, Randy's going to tell us who he chose. I chose Sharon. I chose Sharon. She's backstage. Sharon looks nice. Yeah, Sharon looks lovely. She does. Let's see if she's got any problems. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see if she's got personal life problems I don't want to deal with. Hi, Sharon. Hi, Chuck. Welcome to... Oh, she's already pissed. You can just tell by the way she said hi to Chuck. Hi, Chuck. She all makes trouble at home, okay? All right, tell me about the day. Well, uh, I'm basically new down here from Northern California. I moved down a couple couple months ago. So I called Sharon up. She lives all the way down in Costa Mesa, and I'd never been there before. All right, stop talking about your personal life and get to the date. <laughs> so basically, I told, my, I told her, look, I'm putting myself in your hands. Just pick something for us to do. We'll have fun. That's about an hour. Oh, that's a really nice thing for you to do on a first date. Yeah. Uh, you pick it. <laughs> you figure it out. Have, I don't want to do any work here. I don't want to deal with all the personal no. details. You figure it out, and I'll show up with my dick hard and ready to go. <laughs> and a half hour away, something yeah, like that. It was that. a little bit of a cruise, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I um, hopped in the old mobile, drove down, came over to a house about 11. <laughs> mobile? In the old mobile. <laughs> mobile? What's that? <laughs> Two square wheels and a horse. Came all the way down from Northern California. Took me six years. I did the Oregon Trail in four weeks. <laughs> One of the biggest problems I was running into is she was wearing uh, the same perfume that my ex-mother-in-law wore. So it was, it was, I mean, I hate my ex-mother-in-law. She hates me. So it started off on a real bad note to begin with. But I figured what... I instantly she said to myself, what am I doing here? <laughs> I should be back selling cars and not worrying about her personal problems. <laughs> heck let's go ahead and try and make the best out of this so we hopped in the car what the heck let's try to make the best out of this <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. thank you chuck yes. thank you for finally getting a pair of cojones and saying something <laughs> relatively subversive but kind of passive aggressive to the absolute asshole who's sitting on the couch what the heck let's see what happens yeah let's see what happens i figure i drove all the way down there let's give this poor girl every chance so what I give mean... this poor girl a chance <laughs> Just because she was wearing a weird perfume. Perfume? By the way, she doesn't know your ex yeah. mother in law. <laughs> they didn't they didn't cooperate to make sure she had the same perfume on. You asshole. What a dick. Yeah. We have we have we hopped in the car and uh, she said, Well, I've got this real nice restaurant picked out and we drove down to Newport Beach and 
We go to this restaurant. I knew we were in trouble the minute we arrived because oh, we were the, like the only people there. Hang on just a minute. Any conversation? <laughs> hang on. Hang, hang on just one on. minute here. What is she going to say? Let's talk to her for a minute. Yeah. Uh, don't worry about her personal problems, Chuck. There's nothing interesting over there. Say, you remember any of the conversation in the car or was there anything that's Oh, first? yeah. Um, Randy complimented me by saying um, of the girls he chose, one was uh, a beautiful blonde girl that looked like Elizabeth Montgomery and the other was no competition at all. And then he liked my personality. So between beauty and personality, he chose personality. So he started scoring points right away there. That's how I do it, Chuck. I like to tell him how it is right off the bat. Listen, you're ugly. <laughs> right. But you got some dick sucking lips. So I decided right off the bat to choose you. And here you come with all your personal problems, your perfume, your vaginal discharge. Why do I have to deal with all of this? I told him I looked hefty on the video, but scrawny in person. Well, I figured, you know, I'd tell her what's on my mind and what I'm thinking. Well, now what happened next? So you get to the restaurant, you're so the, we only, got the only one. Only two there. Um, menu was real limited. Uh, she picked out the restaurant. You know, she's, she's a little ditzy, which is a lot like my ex-mother-in-law, too. And Oh, my God. Wow. Wow. Well... He's just hitting on all cylinders right now, isn't oh, he, Chrissy? firing away. I see this as a, if you were single, <laughs> this is the kind of guy you would bring home. <laughs> it's this, Jeff. <laughs> what a dick. Yeah. What a dick. God, guys were terrible in the 80s. I know. Every episode we do, it's some machismo chauvinistic jackhole who thinks he was born to service women. We go to this restaurant, it had about the world's best service. I mean, there's like one waiter there, we're the only people there, and he'd ask us silly questions like, would you like a fork, you know, something to eat with and what have you. So the service was really poor, and it wasn't going very well. But considering uh, Randy had suggested we go on a picnic and showed up without a picnic basket or anything else in hand, it was what we were supposed day. to do on a moment's notice, so. But it was so okay. you just picked up on a moment's notice, is what right, you're saying. Right, basically, yeah. uh-huh. Well, how are you? well, thank God he didn't bring the picnic basket. He probably would have left you tied to a tree somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I would not God go damn. to a park with that guy, for sure. I wouldn't get in the car with that no. guy. Especially if he told me that I don't like you because you're wearing the same perfume as my mother-in-law. And you, I'd be like, you, you looked hefty no on camera, but in person you're screaming. Ronnie. Yeah. Is that a compliment? I guess it's kind of a compliment. You're a lot skinnier than you look in your pictures. <laughs> feeling about his personality at lunch now? Well, let me tell you, Chuck, he's not the most exciting guy in the world. In fact, uh, Randy's about as, <laughs> Randy was about as much fun as watching paint dry. There you go, girl. Yep, go get him. Get him. But anyway, anyway, um, I thought, well, hell, let's try kissing her and see what that's like. No, <laughs> let's try fucking her and see what happens. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, my God. This is classic. Well, I figured I drove all the way down here. Bad service at the restaurant. And she smells like my shithouse ex-mother-in-law. You know what I'm going to do? Have sex with her. That yeah. should solve all the problems. Let's put my dick in her mouth and shut her up. Oh, my wow. God, Chrissy. This is crazy. This is awful. <laughs> I didn't know what to do. It was either swim or let him kiss me, so I let him kiss me. You did? Just a little one on the right here. Because I didn't know what else to do. I was a wuss. I should have just jumped in the water, I know, but... Anyway, you know... Well, shame on you, too, then. Shame on both of you. <laughs> I, I was getting really bored, and um, I, I suggested, well, let's go back to your place and uh, wait, maybe we can go out dancing later and do something. Let's go back to your place. <laughs> I'm bored. I'm bored. Let's get back to your place. Can you get naked for me? <laughs> no? Not right here? What about your place? Do you have any more of that perfume? I can throw it out the window for you. It was some kind of thrill somewhere. 
So we went back to her place and she checked the answering machine, which was lit up like a Christmas tree, and uh, she started making all these phone calls. And, you know, the epitome of the day was I was sitting on the couch watching afternoon game shows, you know, the typical of, of what was happening with the date. Afternoon game, afternoon game shows. shows? What time did this Why date not? start? 9 a.m.? Well, you're starting off on a bad foot anyway. <laughs> you got to do dates after 4 p.m. Coffee blind dates at 1 p.m. You know what I'm saying? Okay. If you're going to go on a date date, go after 7 p.m. Yeah. Or if you have children after 4 p.m. But here's the thing. You can't expect to have a fantastic date that starts at 9 a.m., and you're going to a restaurant where you get bad yeah. service? Yeah. It's the afternoon crew. Never go with the afternoon crew. No. It's when you guys it was like probably Brian. like, it, you know, switching. It was probably a switch out, you yeah. know, like 2.30 or 3. Yeah. Right before the, the, the evening crew comes in. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> evening shift. They're still selling last night's special. You yeah. don't ever go to a restaurant during the afternoon. <laughs> during the <laughs> afternoon. Never do it. I must interject here that at this point, Randy might have thought it a wise thing to perhaps leave if he was just sitting on the couch by himself. But, no, he yeah. didn't. Well, I'd, 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 I'd considered it, but I'd figured I had driven an hour and a half. You know, I figured I'd try and make it work somehow. I mean, it was a long drive, traffic completely. was real bad, and I didn't feel like going. Well, how did it end? Oh, wow. Did she just planted himself on her couch and didn't leave? What the fuck, Chuck? <laughs> All right. She's totally ignoring him. You I know, know it's doing answer machine stuff, calling people back, and he didn't pick up on it. it oh, he actually <laughs> did pick up on it. He just made the the actual yeah. in the moment decision that it doesn't matter what this woman does. I'm not leaving this couch because the afternoon game shows are on. <laughs> All right, let's take our second break. We'll be back in two and two with two more two. with more love connection. Hello again, my little podcast pals. It's Christina, and I am just here to remind you once again to go on over to tcbpodcast.com because that is where all of our episodes live. Want to get involved with the show? Leave us a voicemail at 626-ASK-TCB3. If you don't want your voice played on the show because, look, I get it, I'm only here under duress, you can text us instead at 855-TCB-8383. And as always, please remember to go follow us on Instagram at The Commercial Break and on TikTok at TCB Podcast. And also, don't forget about our precious little YouTube channel, youtube.com slash The Commercial Break. I promise those videos are worth your time. Now, let's listen to some sponsors and then we'll get back to whatever they were talking about. All right, back with more love connection here on the commercial break, or no love, connection or no love connection. <laughs> well, he's trying desperately by just planting himself yeah. on her couch and not leaving. But when all else uh, fails, just <laughs> sit on the couch and watch TV. Well, listen, I did that a couple times, but the only reason why is because I wasn't legally allowed to drive. <laughs> I had to wait for the taxi. All right, let's hear more about this date. Well, how did how did it end? Um, she had a she. <laughs> It ended basically the same way it went, just mediocre. And as I took her out to dinner, you know, figured, you know, let's take her out to dinner before I go. She had a, a phone call. It was an emergency from work or what have you. So, <laughs> Good I for bet you, she Carl. did. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I bet she did. You know what? Did. I've got an emergency at You work. know what? Someone just <laughs> shat on my desk at work. I got to go clean it up before my boss comes in. I'll see you later. <laughs> Feel free to watch the afternoon game shows. <laughs> Her. Phone call. It was an emergency. Oh yes, uh, she had yeah. one of them emergency meetings. Was that, is it really? What kind? No, of- that was actually a fake, and that was Plan B of Plan A. Plan A. <laughs> plan A was 
my girlfriend's car broke down and uh, I had to go pick her up, but Randy um, loused it all up by offering to go with me. So that didn't work. So- <laughs> This is classic. Good for her. She she had to try two. She had to try two. She had a car, a car emergency with her friend, and then a work emergency. And he's like, "No problem. I'll go with you. you. Can I bring your color TV? (laughs) Can we record these afternoon game shows on your VHS machine?" And I had Plan B, which my boss, who was also a coworker, um, pretended that we had a, a meeting, so we went. So he came and picked me up to go to this meeting. She had to get her boss. She had to, to get her boss back. to pick her up. Oh and did he leave at that point? I'm guessing not. I mean, how much shittier can this situation be? Head up against the wall, sometimes jump. But anyway, it worked out pretty well anyway because I ended up going to a, a club pretty close to her house, and I met a nice woman there and ended up. Oh, I bet you did. Let yeah, me oh, hit up a club yeah. now. It's eleven time. It's five o'clock. Well, it's cocaine. It's out. It's cocaine o'clock. Let me <laughs> let me get in there. Oh my god! Two thirty in the morning. <laughs> and um, it was nice. Well, let's take a look and see who the audience. Picks. Yeah, okay. let's see. See what happens here. Kristen, eighty-five percent. Wow, they picked that Whoa, one girl like, by a bunch. I wonder why. I I did. I don't know. I didn't see no, the didn't actual see the clips. Other. Oh, should have picked the blonde. Well, I think she was blonde. That was the blonde. See how this woman is? Elizabeth. <laughs> well, <laughs> I just murdered four people. <laughs> Ooh, look, he's got little chiclet teeth, I too. I know. God, he's creepy. <laughs> I bet I... No, I'm not even going to say it. Never mind. I bet I know what the current version of this guy looks like. I bet I know, if he's alive, what he's doing. <laughs> if you want to take our audience... To- he's in the villages. I promise you he's down at <laughs> the villages. I some guy with Kristen will Yeah, that sounds it. like a plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and... Yeah, why not? It didn't work out with the first girl who kept talking. Let me go out with the second girl Jeez. probably keep talking. Uh, Sharon, we're sorry that things didn't work out. We do have a That's nice okay. gift for you. Thank you. And maybe we'll see you again. All right, day. thank you. Thank you. And uh, Randy... Oh, Sharon could have been nicer. She's perfectly nice. Yes. Sweet. Yes. She just got hooked up with a real asshole. I hope they don't give him like a second show. I I know. Well, they, you know, they're going to ask him to do the the second date. He He said said he would. But I hope they revoke that. Yeah, I hope they do too. I hope they give this girl a warning (laughs) about what's coming down the pike. Let us know what happens with that. And we're going to come right back with another couple right after this. Stay with Oh my God. Okay. So that's the current, that is the, 80s version of a dating show. They sent you out on a date. You actually had to spend time. Good luck getting the guy off your couch. I mean, imagine in 2023, a dating show saying, go to someone's house and pick them up on a blind date. You'd have to have three or four security guys with you in 2023. No one in their right mind would do this. No. I think, didn't Andy Cohen try and revive this show, The Love Connection? You're right. I think there was or something Blind about Date that. Or Blind Date or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And I think I remember watching it and feeling like it was good. Like it was, oh, that's that's funny. Yeah. That's good. But it never came back. I'm probably <laughs> sure for security <laughs> concerns. Right. This is insane. And then to have such a douchebag. But we've reviewed so many of these episodes. I mean, probably six or seven to eight at this point over the 400 episodes of Love Connection. And every guy... Seems like the same guy. They're all chauvinistic pigs who just think the world of themselves and can't stand the fact that the girl has a personality. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. That girl had a personality, and that's what he didn't like. I guarantee it. <laughs> oh. Oh, feelings? What are those? <laughs> Put those.
those back away. I don't like those. Big and scary like the dinosaurs. I don't want to see that. What is all that? All right. Uh, so glad to have you back, my friend. I'm so happy to be back. And uh, I know, I, I hope you're back the whole time, but if you have to take some additional time off, we're here for you. We love you. Oh, so you love do what, you guys. You do too. what you got to do, girl. We'll be right here. <laughs> Slaving away, <laughs> making 600 episodes a week for five listeners. You know, that's how it goes. That is. I don't know if you've heard, but the podcast industry not doing so hot right now. <laughs> Spotify just laid off 18% of their workforce, Whoa. 17% of their workforce. That's Whoa. insane. Yeah. That's insane. But of course, they paid all that money to all those podcasters. Yeah. I'm not sure all of them worked out. Yeah. Yeah. Because now I see them in different networks, and I'm like, oh, I guess it didn't work out with Spotify. All right, tcbpodcast.com. That's where you go. You find out more about the show, Chrissy and I. You can watch all the video. You can listen to all the audio. The entire library is right there one location, tcbpodcast.com. You want your piggy fronting sticker? Go to the website. Hit the Contact Us button. Click that drop-down menu. Give us your physical address, and we will be happy to send one to you. Uh, or Astrid will be happy to send one to you if you want us to sign it or something like that. And a lot of people unbelievably do. Why they think our signature is going to be worth anything in the future. <laughs> or maybe they just like the fact that we sign Who knows? We I do. Know. We do sign them. Yeah, we do. We mm-hmm. do sign them. Stacks mm-hmm. of them at a time, actually, yeah. which is kind of crazy. <laughs> uh, so go get your free Picky Fronting sticker, series number five in our series. Listen, audio scavenger hunt postponed until January because I want Chrissy to be here while we do it. So that's postponed until January. Some people have texted and asked about that. Uh, we'll get back to that and I promise we'll let you know when that happens. 626 Ask TCB the number three. That's 626 Ask TCB the number three questions, comments, concerns, content ideas. Ask Brian's mom, ask TCB. Send it all there via text message. It's toll free or leave a voicemail. You can go to our Instagram page getting millions of views right now for reasons I are, are I don't for comprehend. Other than us. Yeah. That's, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that commercial break. TCB podcast on TikTok and YouTube dot com slash the commercial break okay chrissy i guess that's all we'll do for right now i think so but man do i love you i love you and best to you and best to you and best to you out there in the podcast universe until next time chrissy and i do say we always say and we must say goodbye 